guys. Welcome to Courageous Wellness. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Ellie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys toward wellness and how to navigate it all. We were inspired to learn about the journeys of normal people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices, from physical to emotional to spiritual, to figure out what wellness means to them and what works for them. We aren't doctors or experts, just average ladies figuring out how to live our best lives while tackling topics all across the wellness spectrum. It takes courage to share these journeys, and by talking about them and sharing personal stories of real people, we aim to destigmatize the process. Join us as we in our community share our courageous wellness. Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Courageous Wellness and this week we have with us the amazing Mary-Kate Schmidt of Froyota Fitness. Mary-Kate uses her incredible platform on social media to inspire body positivity and share her incredible transformation after years of yo-yo dieting and weight fluctuation. She has now created her own Froyota Fitness 12-week workout program and food guide that includes everything she's learned through her fitness journey. This guide was created to help women sweat, eat right, and feel their best. The Froyota Fitness Movement is a group of women supporting each other, striving for progress over perfection, and living their best life in the process. Welcome, Mary-Kate. Welcome. We're so happy to have you. Guys, you really sum that up in a nutshell. That literally is everything I live and breathe. Oh, that's amazing. Great. You're, you're so inspiring over social media and just, I think, the authenticity that you really share. Um, so how did you begin? What was... What is your fitness journey? How did you get to Froyota Fitness? Yeah, so it's pretty crazy. My entire life, I've been an athlete. I actually played Division One volleyball, so I only did a year of that before I joined a sorority. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, was always into fitness and wellness, and it was three and a half years ago, actually. It seems like yesterday, but I moved to Scottsdale, Arizona, and I had a lot more time to myself. So I started working out and did Kayla at Sinus. I'm sure you guys, I don't know how to say her last name. It's <laughs> hard. You BBG, right? Uh, we haven't done BBG, but we're familiar with it. Yeah. So I started her program when I moved to Arizona and I was like, one day I was just working out at the gym and I was like, okay, I'm actually going to start a fitness Instagram. So I took that first terrifying selfie in the mirror mm. and I was like, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> like, I'm literally going to post this for anyone out there to see. Uh, yeah, I was, it was like a very terrifying moment. But then before I knew it, I just started getting messages and messages from girls all over the world being like, oh my gosh, your progress is insane. And then I had Kayla feature me a few times and I got lucky with a couple articles and Cosmopolitan and things like that. And I kind of just had that aha moment that other people were experiencing things that I was going through of like not knowing how to eat and not knowing how to work out. You guys kind of chatted about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I just kind of had this realization. I was like, well, what if I just started something on my own? Mm. And that's when I was actually on a plane in South Dakota, super random this year for work and I just started writing the guide and I had a guy sitting next to me and he's like I've never seen a woman just sit in one solid place and just grind for an entire flight <laughs> <laughs> and before 
I knew it, I had the FTF guide done. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. And following that, it's funny that you call it that aha moment, which is like, we talk a lot with different guests about sort of following your gut, following your instinct and like knowing when to recognize in, like recognize that it's communicating with you or mm. something like you you had this moment where you're like okay this is something I'm gonna do and I'm just gonna do it yeah yeah it was funny because like I said I did Kayla's guide for a really long time and I love Kayla she's such an inspiration to me and every morning you know I would wake up she like I said I was in the right place at the right time I got very very lucky hear me and I'd wake up with like my phone was just blowing up mm-hmm. and every time I would text my boyfriend I'm like I swear this is a sign from God just being like yeah. you need to do this like yeah. this you this is your mission this is your voice like you're you need to go out there and do something and create something of yourself mm. so I felt like that was like a nudge with every little thing I was like that is a sign mm, yeah <laughs> that's so beautiful and I think too it's incredible because you really share I can't imagine how scary it is to take that before picture and then put that on the internet and you're so open and vulnerable with I think like your weight journey as well like I think I read somewhere you were I think your high was like almost 170 and your low was 120 and now you're at your happy medium it's like how did you discover was it through BBG was it through just following your gut and trusting you know your path but how did you find that happy weight for you yeah and definitely as I I guess I didn't go, like, too, too far back, but, like, ever since I was 14 years old, I always wanted to, like, I looked at girls around me, and I just was, like, didn't understand how they could be so naturally fit mm. and skinny and all these things, so I really teetered with the thought, like, my whole life, like, I want to be a girl in a bikini that looks good, and so at that age, I was, like, 160 pounds, and I started, like, a hardcore diet when I was, like, 14. Before I went into high school, I lost... I got down to, like, 122, Mm. like, over, like, the course of the summer. I didn't do it, like, unhealthily. Like, it was a, you know, thought-out process of veggies, proteins, things like that. But I was so young, the weight just fell off. Yeah, right. And I really, like, I felt so confident, and, like, I had this new light about me. But it wasn't sustainable because as I grew up and went to college, you know, and again, like I said, I joined the sorority, you're going out a lot, you're eating pizza, you're, <laughs> you know, living a college life. I'm sure you guys can relate, but yeah. I, you know, went back up again to that like 170 and I was just like, got obsessed with the scale and trying to get back down. And I just always was yo-yoing, like mm. never really find that happy medium. And I think between like doing the Kayla guide and then creating my own, and kind of just going with trial and error, I've just found this really comfort spot. And I don't really care so much what the scale says. Like, I don't like to evaluate myself too much on it. But it's good to have goals, right? So Absolutely. I will use it once in a while and body tests. But to find this happy medium, it's kind of just been about accepting it and, like, feeling my body to the best way I can every day without trying to deprive it. Yeah. So as you're sort of as you were saying your social media through some kind of like lucky situations kind of started to grow and you've decided to create this program Froyo to Fitness what in it all as far as like the building of the community goes Mm. how have you seen that 
how important is that? And, and what are like, what are the benefits of having that? Do you think? Mm. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Honestly, the community, I am firm believer. You have to have it because without it, I wouldn't be who I am today. Mm. Because these are the people that are pushing me to get better. These are the people that are holding me accountable. These are the people that are sharing their highs, their lows, their recipes, their tips, their tricks, how they're feeling, how they're progressing. And they're the ones creating the excitement around it, right? I'm only one person. Yeah. So I always say I need an army of women behind me that have the same vision and have the same goals and want to accomplish the same things to keep leveraging this and pushing it forward. And yesterday, I mean, it speaks for itself. We had our first FTF meetup in Chicago, and we had 30 women come. And I probably there's 150 girls in Chicago alone doing the movement. Where we could have, if the venue allowed it, I feel like it could have been twice that size. And to see all these girls that I've talked to on the internet, like in person, being so excited to be a part of something and connected, again, with the people that share the same vision, that's something that's truly powerful. And that's what's going to make your brand. Wow, that's incredible. And I think, too, you know, I I lost like 45 pounds in my own weight loss journey um, and same like I always carried extra weight and I didn't have um, I didn't have really a community while I was doing it not to say that I, I can see though how much it would make a difference and as someone who's been following you and seeing like the way you post like the girl's weight loss journeys and the messages they're sending you it's so inspirational to be like I'm not alone yeah. in this because there were a lot of times where you know I I didn't know what I was doing first of all you know it was like the first time oh. I was working out yeah. <laughs> and, and well, I no, you're not alone trust me <laughs> yeah and I you know to this and now I'm trying to get more into the nutrition aspect of it because I lost this weight but my body has like no tone at all because I did it mostly through cardio to be honest yeah, and yeah, and so I just think, yeah, it's incredible the fact that this community exists, this FTF community that you're, that you're really creating so that, you know, you're not in it alone and that if you have a low moment or you're, you can reach out to someone else. Yeah, because, like, every, I'm sure everyone's had a bad day, but sometimes when you think that you're having a bad day, you're the only one. Mm-hmm. But when you have a community of people to sort of encourage you and say, no, I've been there... There's sort of, you get perspective that you wouldn't have if you're in your own bubble. Yeah. Yeah, no, of course. And I speak to, you know, women every day on the phone. Even before we got on the phone, I was talking to an FTF girl. And I always say I kind of laugh when I do my FTF phone calls because they're such different women from so many different backgrounds and ages and states and even globally but we all kind of think the same way and have the same fears. And it, so I think that community, that's what it is. Like it just creates this sense of I belong. There's someone out there going through the same thing that I'm going through, whether it's good or whether it's a lower point. Mm, Absolutely. And so I'm sure all of the listeners already know what the movement is, but for anyone who doesn't, can you explain what is the Froyota Fitness movement? Yeah, so similar to what you guys said in the beginning, I honestly, like, you guys couldn't do a better job of summing it up. You guys definitely <laughs> did your research, and I love that you guys understand my vision, but 
what it is, is it's a community of women that, you know, are kind of in that weird space of, I don't know exactly how much cardio I should be doing. I don't know about lifting weights because a lot of my girls are intimidated by the gym. And so it's obviously a 12-week workout program, and I've obviously included a grocery list and nutrition ideas in there. I state that I'm not a nutritionist, but through trial and error, similar to yourself, I have a lot of knowledge. I've done certifications and things like that. But it's definitely just a community where we're completing the workout guide and you can repeat it as many times as you want because the workouts, they're not going to get old and you can challenge yourself with upping the weight and things like that. But it's, there's other things in the works that I'm working on. The next step in the process will be meetups. Mm. So similar to what Kayla did and what Kelsey Wells do, I definitely, as I grow, I want to go to different markets, maybe LA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I definitely want to go to different markets and get different leaders in those markets mm-hmm. to represent FTF and spread that word and have me be able to come to town and meet all of my followers and things like that. That's so great. And I think it's really cool that your program does include nutrition and accessible nutrition and what has your I guess nutrition journey been as well because you hear these buzzwords to like keto high fat low carb or high carb low it's there's so many buzzy words and have you tried any of those fads or what has your nutrition journey really been yeah so since I was 14 years old like I've experimented with food and I think I used to have this thought process that you only could eat chicken and vegetables mm. and like kind of had to suffer to get that bikini bod or you kind of had like a limit on how long you were doing something like oh I have a wedding in two weeks I'm gonna you know eat 1200 calories till then and then it doesn't matter right yeah. I mean come on guys like yeah. every girl thinks like that like oh spring break's right around the corner let's just eat chicken and grapefruit for a couple days <laughs> and but yeah over time, you know, I've learned so much more about food and how you're fueling your body. And I've had my fair share of issues with binge eating and depriving and just, again, that on and off yo-yo lifestyle. And I've just found that if you find a good percentage of proteins, carbs, and fats, you eat high-volume foods frequently every two to three hours, that you're going to level out your blood sugar levels and you're not going to be craving those things that you normally would if you're depriving yourself. Mm. So I kind of take, I've done fads, of course. I actually did keto last year for a bikini competition. I hated it. Mm. <laughs> um, I mean, there's a million ways to skin, skin a cat, excuse me, but I just, it didn't work for me. I was very, very tired. And I was eating like peanut butter, chocolate milkshakes a day, but it's still, I kind of gained a lot of weight from it. So I've just found this, little approach that works for me honestly is high carb and medium fat and then high protein Mm. interesting yeah it is interesting like everybody really does have something that works for them I think the idea of like doing your own research is so important because there are also so many things out there that like that gives sort of like misinformation right like even I was listening to a podcast the other day and talking about just like, you know, the food pyramid that we all grew up on is just like wrong. And that knowing that like you can do a high carb diet, but that doesn't mean necessarily like carbs coming from like 
white sugar, white flour all the time, but you can get like really good, like nutrients from your carbs too, like sweet potatoes and, you know, so I think it's like having the education about what it all means. And it looks like you approach it really from like, especially as an athlete and a fitness kind of leader from like a macros, Mm. having a sort of balance that works for you by counting your macros. Is that correct? So I definitely like macros. It's another buzzword that you guys mentioned and it's big right now. I'll never forget. Like I logged on Instagram. I saw all these girls eating like pancakes and donuts that had six packs. And I was like, what is going on? Like, how do I get on that diet? And so, and like, I'd be like texting my sisters. I'm like, what is this? I, I, F, Y, M. And so then I did start researching the macros. Like you said, it does come down to your own research. And, you know, like as long as you're in a caloric deficit, you're mm-hmm. going to lose weight, whether you're getting it from five donuts in a day or a cow salad and healthy how, how <laughs> yeah. donuts the most throughout the day. So yeah. I try to take the macros approach because it's a little bit more flexible for my schedule. And it allows me to not miss out on anything. So I'm not, I don't really go down the path of binging anymore mm-hmm. because I, if I want a cookie, I eat a cookie. Mm. And, you know, if I want Halo Top, I make it fit. So, and I also find a lot of alternatives. That's kind of how I maintain my sanity and I don't feel like I'm ever on a diet. Yeah. I think that's such a, that's such an important point too. And, you know, I, I never have really been a binge eater, but I'm an emotional eater. So I go to food emotionally and which I thought was binging for a long time, but I've since learned it's different. Like my definition of a binge is not what somebody who's actually really struggling with binging would consider a binge. But, um, but either way, food is really emotional to me. So I find the more restrictive I become, the more I'd slip. And that's not a healthy place to be. If no. all you're thinking about is the cookie or the slice of pizza, what's the point? <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like, that's not how life, like I always say life is meant to be lived. Yeah. And if you're sitting there all the time, like at these parties and not partaking, but you don't have to eat the cookies and stuff. But yeah. like, just knowing that you can, you have that option. Yeah. And, you don't have to deprive. There's alternatives you can find. Yeah. Is there anything that you reach for maybe even like spiritually, emotionally, if you have a moment where you don't feel your best or you do feel like you ate the wrong food and then don't, or do you, or have you really mastered that feeling since, since being on your own journey? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I've really come a long way. I mean, I used to feel such guilt when I would eat bad things because I really couldn't control it. Like one cookie turned into time. Yeah. Because I already ruined my day with one (laughs) cookie. You know? Yeah. I just had this crazy different mindset. And now that I just feel my body and, like I said, find those alternatives, I don't really, like, beat myself up. Like, Mm. even before you guys called me today... I had a Greek yogurt bowl with waffle crisps and blueberries and almond butter. Mm. Like, that's just, like, delicious. It (laughs) holds me over. It, like, evens out my cravings. Yeah. And it just makes it very sustainable. So, and in regards to, like, the emotional side of it and, like, keeping myself in check with, I just use progress pictures. Like, if I'm ever having a bad day, I'm like, 
girlfriend, look at this photo. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where you were. This is where you are. Like, you're doing so well. Like, don't let that mirror feel like fool you. Absolutely. Right. And how I keep myself in check. Oh, that's interesting. Like using the picture versus the mirror. Cause sometimes in the mirror, you don't, depending on what, what's going on in your mind during no, the day, can't. it doesn't. No. And especially, I mean, that's been the new level of where I'm at. Like on a good day, like 50 pounds less in my weight loss is this concept of like body dysmorphia where I know I don't see myself. Like I'm, I know it. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're gorgeous inside <laughs> and out. And even again, too, before you guys called, I was talking to this other woman and she had lost 40 to 50 pounds like you. And she's like, there's just some days I just feel so low. And I'm like, how can you feel low? Take a step back and look at everything you've yeah. accomplished. Yeah. Like, look at how far you've come. You've completely made this decision to translate, to change your lifestyle. Yeah. And I was like, well, so there are going to be low days. Yeah. But I'm like, you just remember how far you've come, how much you've accomplished and that you're killing it. Yeah. <laughs> At least some people, I'm like, come on, give yourself that pep talk. Yeah. Yeah. Like, also, there is something I think that you kind of bring up in some of your kind of in your posts that is, you know, having that mentality that what you thought um, once you were at a certain place or once you were like at a certain fitness level or at a certain weight or whatever it may be, like it's the thought that like, oh, and once I'm there, then I'll be happy or Mm -hmm. then I'll feel great. And it's like, yeah, of course, like you feel maybe stronger and some days you do feel like better, but you, but if like, it doesn't fix the problems, right? Like, Mm -hmm. And the myth about that, you know, it's like, when I'm there, then I'll live. And it's like, no, every day we have to sort of strive to have that regardless of where you are. Even Absolutely. if it's day one. No, I completely agree with that. Yeah. You can't let the number define you or the weight loss define you. You need to make sure there's other things that you love about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Besides that. Because weight but, loss will not change that. Mm-mm. No. It's not going to. I think the biggest thing is with weight loss, I don't really think it's the weight loss that makes people happy. I think you are working out more. You're filling your body with better foods rather than like that white bread you were saying before or like those really sugary foods that kind of give you a spike and then you hit that low. Like, yeah. So I think that's what it really – and you're, you're exercising on those endorphins. You're sleeping more. I think that's where the happiness really comes. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> and you have goals and you're accomplishing them every day versus the actual weight loss. Mm. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. It's, it's that you get all the side benefits, the mental benefits, the sleep, all that kind of stuff when you incorporate this kind of lifestyle. Yeah. 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 It's not just about looking. looking. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I think, too, you know... Um, I love your approach to weights because I think so many women are afraid of weights because they don't want to bulk. They don't want to look manly. Oh, yeah. Let's say lifting. Lifting, just right? Just Sorry. I don't, I'm clearly, I'm so new. So like, I just want it for our listeners. Like, lifting weights. Yeah. So I love your approach to lifting weights because so many women are so afraid. And I've been in so many fitness classes where they're like, don't be afraid of lifting. Don't be afraid of going grabbing the heavier. heavier weights. Yeah. So, yeah. um, how did, how did you, what would you say to women who are still afraid of bulking or how did you really incorporate that to finding your best body and best self? 
Yeah, definitely. So as a previous Division I athlete, I was required to lift five days a week. And I can vividly remember looking my strength coach in the face and being like, I am not maxing out because I'm going to fit in my jeans. And he was like rolling his eyes. He's like, you're not going to get bulky from lifting these weights. But I was just convinced. I'm like, no. So I wouldn't. Like, I would be like, oh, I can't do it. And then like now I wish I could slap myself because I probably would have been in the best shape of my life if I just listened to him. But I've just done my research and like, again, with the trial and error, I've learned like muscle weighs more than fat. The more muscle you have on your body, the more calories you're going to be able to burn and you're really going to be able to boost those effects and benefits of it. And I think people forget in order to bulk, you pretty much have to double your calorie intake to get bulky. So for women, say we eat 2000 calories a day, we'd have to eat like 4,000. And that's kind of challenging. I mean, some days yeah. I would probably do that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? That would be like very intense to eat that much every single day. Yeah. So you're more in that like sweet spot of like 1,600 calories to 2,200 with a mixture of cardio and weights. There's no way you're going to bulk up. Mm. That's what I always tell girls. I'm like, you want more muscle, you want to burn that fat, you're going to be torching more calories for longer. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, women have a myth sometimes that they think um, adding heavy weightlifting or heavier weightlifting into their routine is going to make them look like a bodybuilder. And it's just, (laughs) it doesn't work that way. Really, you'd probably be having to eat your entire kitchen. (laughs) Lifting like, you know, 70 pound dumbbells. (laughs) Bicep curls to get that effect. So you're definitely fine. Yeah, as I've transitioned to more strength-based training and fitness, I find I find that I am hungrier though. Like I do get hungrier than when I just was doing like a soul cycle class or cardio only. Um, I am hungrier when I do strength. So what what is a typical day of food look like for you as well? Or what maybe even like what is a typical Froyo to fitness nutrition day? Um look like because I found too especially when I was starting yes I know it's not one size fits all but when you don't know what to do it helps to hear and learn what is working for someone you admire or who's who's doing it so no definitely like I said I really over it took years to dial in the nutrition like when I first started BBT I was just kind of intuitively eating and eating healthier, more shopping, like the perimeter of the grocery store. I wasn't tracking calories. I was still losing a lot of weight. But when I wanted to get to that next step of building more muscle and things like that, I was like, okay, I really need to dial in the nutrition with the protein and having the right amount of carbs and fats. So a typical day for me, I kind of, like I said, I like to keep it real. I'm just not going to eat like land foods all day. So (laughs) lately it's been like, it's kind of differs because I'm on the road 90% of the time for work. Mm-hmm. But if I'm at home, I usually wake up and I'll have like two chicken sausage links with uh, four egg whites and then like grapefruit. And then I eat every two to three hours religiously. Mm-hmm. Like I can't <laughs> go more than that. Some girls like, are like, I forget to eat. I'm like, that doesn't happen mm-hmm. in my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, not in ours either. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I try to eat every two to three hours. And so after breakfast, I'll have like a bar, like Quest Bar, Think Thin. Perfect bars are really good. And then for lunch, I try to always do, like I like high volume meals. I don't like to just do, like, like I said, bland. So I'll do like burrito bowls at home with ground chicken and beans and guac and a bunch of veggies and lettuce and things like that. And then, of course, I got to eat two hours later. <laughs> so I'll do, like, Greek yogurt bowls with fruit and dark chocolate and almond butter. Mm. And then for dinner, I usually do, like, salmon and asparagus. But I love sweet potatoes. Mm. <laughs> so I always throw those in there, too. And then I always have a late-night snack, which is usually, like, a bowl of raspberries and some dark chocolate. Ooh, that, that sounds like a great It's like day. you're making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> that does. You know, too, you mentioned... No. Yeah, you, you mentioned your, your job and that you travel a lot for work, which I think is so incredible because it's like, how do you balance everything and stay motivated on the road? Oh, yeah. And also to kind of add on yeah. to that, sorry, three-part question. How are you, I mean, you were talking about writing your, um, your fitness plan on the plane, but how do you continue to grow Froyo to Fitness while also having a full-time uh, job. job? Yeah. So which one do you want me to answer first? Whatever, whatever your, speaks to your heart. Uh, <laughs> so balancing the full-time job has been intense. It, when I was living in Arizona, I was working 12 to 14-hour days, and mm. doing Froyo as a business was never going to happen. Mm. It just wasn't with my schedule. And I, mean, I was still running the Instagram and things like that, but it was for fun. And it still is for fun, but, like, I didn't know that I could make something of it yeah. that was going to lead to possibly a career. So then I, um, with this new job, I honestly am on the road a lot, and I'm in a hotel room a lot at night. <laughs> so I definitely am grinding away, and there's a lot of long nights. Like, this past week, I was up till midnight every single night just writing some fun things that are coming up and planning events and things like that. And then in regards to the eating on the road, I do a lot of research. Like, And I'm in funny markets like South Dakota and North Dakota, which is pretty funny. I don't know why. I just never would imagine myself <laughs> in those places. But I found some hidden gems mm. of health places. I'll go on Instagram and just, you know, put in healthy place and things will come up. So I kind of plan like my lunches and stuff around that. And then I'm good at eating like at Starbucks and things like that. Cause you can easily look up the menu at places are really accessible nowadays, like yeah. through my fitness pal, and even if you go on their website, so that's kind of how I do it. And I pack a lot of snacks and protein bars, protein shakes on the go. That's so cool. Oh, wow. And, and you are in a relationship, correct? Or yeah. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. So you're juggling a lot. You are juggling a lot. And do you find is your is your boyfriend kind of into the same lifestyle? Does he eat and work out with you? Is he like a supportive member yeah. of your team? <laughs> yeah. So he played rugby in college, so he's like a rugged man, and he's always been very fit and things like that. Um, it's funny because when we first started dating, I don't think he really he's not someone that's kind of off the grid. Mm. if you will so he really had no 
idea what I was doing. Mm. He's like, I don't understand. Like, like, what is this Instagram? I just, he did not understand. And it's hilarious because this past week, like, he was the one uploading. I just did videos for the guy now. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's the one uploading them and putting, like, barbell back squat description and grinding with me until midnight. And I'm like, who are you? (laughs) What am I turning you into? And since we started dating, too, like, people are just noticing he just is, like, working out a lot more. He's eating way better. And he just seems, like, overall, like, very motivated. Mm -hmm. So it's been really beneficial for the both of us, and it's been really good for our relationship, and we're very much so a team. So it's really good. That's awesome. That shows you, like, the power of even your community and your, like, in your immediate world and how, you know, you can be of positive influence or negative influence depending on who you're spending your time with. And so... No, I always say you are who you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. So you really need to choose wisely and... Even speaking with you girls today, like, your energy is insane. Oh, thank you. We feel the same way about you. Love it. Like, you guys seriously have, like, you guys are naturals at this. Just the questions you ask and how passionate you are about it, I can tell, like, in your voices and... It's just great. Thank you. Well, we we really enjoy it. And it's been really fun for us because we're learning about so many people. And we're getting just information. And and you just really learn to get, like, absorb all these experiences. And, like, it affects us in our lives, too, in such a positive way. And we feel lucky that we get to talk to all different interesting people, like, all over the country. And then share it and spread it. Amazing. So how are you guys managing doing, are you doing this full time or? Um, yeah. Well, we're both freelancers in our own careers. She works in the f- film, film business and, and I am a performing artist. So I'm an actor, singer, and I'm sort of always bouncing things. I've also done like marketing stuff, freelance through the years here in California, um, kind of in between bigger jobs. Um, mm-hmm. But this has been really like a passion project yeah. for us. So we've been able to kind of go with it as it's been growing recently. Yeah. And that's been really fun. And it's sort of similar to you in the sense that like we're in way, 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 way earlier stages. But it's been flowing really well. It's been kind of coming to us. Yeah. And it's like when you get those sort of signs that what you're doing in your life is aligning with like the yeah. universe, you just sort of have to trust that and go with it and we enjoy it. So yeah, I think it's so interesting too, just the concept of following your passions. Cause you know, this is something I'd wanted to do for so like I had, I'd, I'd had this idea too. I was like, I want to do a podcast. I want to do something where I can share yeah positivity and like love into the world right but I didn't know exactly what it would look like or how it would form and actually it took a lot of like it's been like a really transitional few months for me and my life same for Allie and instead of like resisting all of like the struggle and the change and the change and just being like what's happening through all of that and leaning in, <laughs> like leaning into the discomfort came like, wow, like this passion, this newfound passion surrounding, you know, with such positive people. Like Ali is one of like, she's just a light. Yeah. Um, no, you're both a light. She's she too. Weird. She's like, your vibe, 
bestseller. Oh, thank mm-hmm. you. But it is, it's just so interesting because, um, yeah, it's just been a time of so much change. And even with like learning, like how to fuel my body and choosing to do more strength instead of cardio, which has served me for four years or, you know, changing the way I'm eating, changing patterns in my life. It's like, wow, from all that discomfort evolved something so beautiful and something that we're both so yeah we're really and it's so also opening about. up new passions for us as individuals so Absolutely. that's been really interesting too yeah um it's crazy and like I always talk about the power of connection and I was one that was like you know I just not I was not nervous to pursue this but mm-hmm. it was more like you know, this isn't what people do, Mary Kay. People need to work in corporate America. Mm-hmm. And like, I, then I just finally had this, I still obviously do, but I just thought to myself, I'm like, my sister always said, you have to do something you're passionate about. And I honestly would eye roll. I'm like, come on, lady. Like, what are people passionate about? <laughs> and now that I have it, I feel so grateful. Mm-hmm. I Even like I said before, talking to you guys and talking to the woman on the phone, she was just like, you know, you're so lucky you get to do something you love. And I, yeah, like mm-hmm. this is crazy that every day I get to wake up and live it and breathe it and see it yeah. and life. So it really is such an amazing opportunity. And I'm glad that you guys found your place yeah. with this. I mean, it's awesome. No, thank you. And you can really see in your post too, so much authenticity, so much love, so much like, it, I think it's what really stands out to me in like the fitness sphere of Instagram is like there is something about you that is so real and raw and authentic and it's incredible I mean your transformation is incredible but yet you you still are someone who like you just make other people feel so great through your posts relatable I think that's I think you know I think people respond to that to what they see something that they can connect with like yeah. you said and especially in the world of social media which we've talked about with like a handful of people now because it's such a big aspect of branding yeah. it's such a big aspect of how we communicate of digital community and there's definitely a lot of like downfalls in that but there's also can be so much sort of positivity in it as well and I think when you see someone that's presenting something that feels authentic or feels like there's real value in it, people mm. people connect to that. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, so. yeah, and I think like a lot of people were always like, you know, do you have this planning app and this is this what's going to post for you and mm. you know every picture has to match and all these different things and I'm like over here being like I write my post every day. Yeah, I don't really pre-plan yeah of course I work with photographers and it is becoming to look more pretty and the aesthetics and everything like that and match a little bit better but it's just I write them every day from the heart mm-hmm. like what comes to mind or the messages I receive and like you guys said to relate to people that's why I'm here yeah like that's what I want our people to feel like their best selves I don't want to be some phony eating a pizza behind the screen typing about how you should live your best life when I'm not doing that yeah. so yeah <laughs> I definitely try to be as real as I can and real like you guys said yeah that's so yeah. that's so apparent that's so great and so I guess too for anyone listening who maybe because I remember too especially when I first started I'd look at things or I'd like research but I couldn't like pull the trigger and do it you know like I was admiring from afar mm-hmm. so what advice do you have for anyone who might be following you or watching your Instagram videos but is like 
I don't know if I can do it or, you know, or is afraid to kind of take that one step. Yeah. Like from one day to day one, you know? So. Yeah. I always think, like I always say, you really just, you got to jump all in. Mm. You got to take that risk. And because if it doesn't work out, then you're going to know at least you tried. Mm. And it's going to, if you put your mind to something and you sweat every single day and well, five to six days a week, and you eat well, it's going to happen. It's going to fall into place. And that's not even just with fitness. It's with a new job, a new relationship, moving to a new city. Like, if you don't take the risk, you're never going to know. Mm. So I'm just a very high-risk, high-reward type of person. Everything that I was scared to do that I did always has worked out. Mm. And if it didn't, then I learned from it. So that's what I, I really always really push people to get out of their comfort zone. Nothing comes from comfort zones. Mm. I never want to get complacent. I don't want to get content. I get bored too easily. So <laughs> I'm always like, I just tell people, I know it's scary, but really just jump all in, get it the best you can and just try. That's so great. That's a great little nugget that is that's so great what is your um astrology sign by the way sorry to be so weird I love astrology us too I love it my friend and I like even what was it last week we're like oh my gosh retrograde Uh, we're in retrograde technology right we had a lot of technology issues today yeah we were freaking out but I'm a Scorpio which I love and hate because (laughs) it has such a negative you know, I think people are like, oh, Scorpio mm-hmm. are intense and stuff, but we are very, very passionate. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that, it is a really passionate sign. Yeah. yeah. Why do you ask? Oh, I just, because when you were saying like high risk, high reward, and you were talking, I was like, oh, I just wonder, because I'm, I'm so Los Angeles. I grew up out here, so I'm so woo-woo. So I was like, what sign is she? I just... We've been asking everybody. Yeah. We had an astrology, an astrologer, a woman who's like an Very, astrologer. She reads charts. She, we interviewed yeah. her on the podcast as well. So. Oh, I love, love it. Yeah. I always like used to read my horoscope daily. But since I moved home, I haven't. Or since I moved back to Chicago, I like laid off. But when I was in the transitioning of starting FTF and the movement, I was reading it every day. And it seriously was being like, you know, you're going to pursue your passion. Something big is coming. And I was like, this is it. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. No, astrology is so, it's amazing. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, do you have any, before we sort of wrap up, do you have any books that you would recommend to people, um, listening? It can be something that's inspired you, something you're reading now, something in the past or, or, and, or, um, do you have any music that's been inspiring to you recently? <laughs> oh, yeah. So I am more, so I love books and I love music. Like for my playlist at the gym, I always just do Spotify, like summer hits or something fun. But I really, really like podcasts. Mm. So the, what I would recommend is I love the How I Built This. Mm. I don't listen to that. But literally that speaks to my heart. Like, the, especially the Spanx one mm. and the one when you listen to these people about how they built their business and their vision and the trials and errors that they came across in it that's just so relatable to every area of life whether mm. again it's a relationship whether it's your business or if it's your fitness mm. anything it can be 
you know, go to. So that one, I could go through those every single day. Mm, okay. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And where can everyone who isn't following you already find you on the internet? <laughs> yeah, so you guys can reach me on my Instagram, which is Froyota Fitness. And if you want to reach me on my email, it's froyotafitness at gmail.com. And my website is froyotafitness.com. So make sure you guys check it out. Yay. And join thank the Froyota Fitness movement. Yes. It'll be so cool. Yes. Hashtag FGF movement. Let's do it, ladies. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica. And we're Courageous Wellness.